Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am! An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do! With your host, Mr. Gray. Big meaty man slapping me. And Philly V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. (laughs) This episode of the B-Side Boys is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. New year, new floors. If you have a garage that needs to get done, a shed, a little bar, whatever, patio. Locker room. Locker room, all sorts of different stuff. Floor. Get a hold of Rotor Epoxy. They're going to get it taken care of for you. It's going to look beautiful. Everybody's going to be super impressed by it whenever they come over and check it out. If you spill anything, you're going to be able to clean it up nice and easy. And it looks great. And great price, great people, great service. I mean, just... Can't speak highly enough about them. They're just, they're the best. So that's why you need to get a hold of Rotor Epoxy. Go to their Facebook page. Look them up online. R-O-D-E-R Epoxy. Tell them the B-Side Boys sent you. Yes, please. Yeah, that's really important. Now, here's the show. So there I was. In the Wombat Den. Episode 59. Got a special one today. Very also, one. hey, you know what else is special? Hmm. You want you know why the number fifty nine is special? Was your football number? Yeah, that was my <laughs> football number Weird. when I was all state at North Polk, <laughs> whatever. But you know, today's not about us, Phil. I know it's been a while since we've had someone in the wombat den. We're gonna get right into it. Yeah, Eric Nichols was the last person, but he was the last person. Yeah, filling in in that seat. We have a very special guest. He made the very long drive from across town. Yes, <laughs> we got Jacob Sunday. Yeah. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me on, guys. About time. This is I like know. the fourth or fifth time we tried getting here. <laughs> hey, I was only responsible for one of those. <laughs> I <things>. know. <laughs> That's really funny you say that, too, because like I was thinking of that as we're like counting the episodes, and I'm like, Jacob was supposed to be on episode 50. <laughs> yeah, like, it was like the 50th anniversary episode, and I was like, Nine episodes later, here we go. <laughs> I, knew, I knew eventually I'd yeah. be in here. Oh, yeah. No, that's just funny, too, because it's like, hey, Sunday night. And then for some people, it's like, oh, that didn't work. And then it's like, we can find a weeknight. Weeknights nope. are hard. <laughs> hey, weeknights are tough. But, hey, we're here. I'm excited to have you in here because sure. you have a lot of exciting stuff happening right now and uh-huh. a, lot of, a lot of cool rugby opportunities you've been a part of. So first thing I kind of want to talk about, and it's kind of like, We've wanted to talk to you for a while about a lot of things, but one thing that really caught my eye was uh, congratulations for the being included in the draft pool for yeah. the Premier Rugby Sevens. Oh, yeah. So that like that's kind of one of those things like you're scrolling through social media and you you see a lot of PR Seven stuff, and then I saw, uh, yeah, it was like, hey, you're in the draft pool. So yeah, basically, how was that tryout? <laughs> Where did you go for the tryout? What did that look like? Yeah, so uh, I went last year to a tryout in Charlotte, uh, and that was that was cool. Didn't get selected to the draft pool, but <clears throat> it was a cool experience. Uh, and then this year, I went to the website, saw the different cities where the trials were at, mm-hmm. and had some friends that live in Austin. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to Austin. I 
so I don't have to get a hotel. So <laughs> I stayed with a buddy. My dad came with, which is pretty nice. cool. Yeah. So it was a little four-day vacation with one day of rugby. But yeah. Yeah, man. It was awesome. The, the tryout structure, basically, you show up, uh, you check in, you get a number, blah, blah, blah. And the first hour is all just like testing. So mm-hmm. you test your speed, um, agility stuff, long jump. So it's just kind of like a combine style. A combine, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, and then put you into an Excel <clears throat> spreadsheet. Like here's his numbers, like the boring <laughs> no, so, stuff. Somebody was. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then there's like 30 minutes of drills where they just want to see who can pass. Well, who can, who can do the simple shit essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's like an hour of scrimmage. Nice. Was it like but, full contact scrimmage or was, was full it? Contact, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. But my issue with it, like, <clears throat> so they divide you up in these teams, right? Yeah. And, and they gave you all the nerds. <laughs> like, well, actually, it's funny you say that. So, there was this one guy, and I noticed it right away during the during the drills. I, I didn't notice it during the testing because mm-hmm. he was somewhat athletic. But we're doing these drills, and there's this guy who just has no idea how to pass the ball. Uh, and and I went up and talked to him for a little bit. Turns out this is his first day of rugby ever. Oh, <laughs> first day ever. no way. And he's like, yeah, I heard about this online, so I figured I'd come check it out. Oh. And I wanted to be like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, my God. But I was encouraging. And uh, <laughs> sure enough, when we divide into teams, there are like six teams total. And he's on my team. Of course. And there's only there's only seven per team, so there's no subs. Mm. And this guy was just a black. You threw him the ball. Well, it would be a miracle if he was behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He was yep. always standing in front of you. It was that level. But uh, the scrimmage was awesome, though, dude. Nice. That's, where, like, that's where shit really got competitive. Right. And, and like, it wasn't just a drill anymore. People were trying to <clears throat> show what they're capable of. But, yeah. Well, I feel like, then, too, I mean, you get out there, and it's like a lot of people say in sevens especially, decision-making is like the most important skill, mm-hmm. and it's almost impossible to measure unless you have like mm-hmm. film. Or just seeing it right there in person. So mm, that's yeah. cool. Like you get that chance to actually yeah. do that. Who were some of, like, do you remember any of like the bigger names that were down there? Like, was there anyone that you saw at the tryout that is, was like, I don't Did know. Anybody else knew do the tryout or? with you? Uh, like, no, nobody I knew was there. Okay. I did see a guy from Kansas City Blues that I recognized. Oh, okay. I was hanging out with him quite a bit. But no, I just went down there by myself. Oh, shit. Well, with my dad, but yeah, he was a late addition to the trip. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No, it's cool, too. It's like, hey, it's trap, but hey, you know, it's a four-day four vacation, and eh, if, I, if I make a Pro 7 team, whatever, like, uh, we're having a good time as well. Like, Yeah, but that, it was uh, Richie Walker kind of running the thing. Or actually, no. Yeah, Richie Walker was kind of running. He's the head of recruiting for okay. Pro 7. Nice. And, uh, and then they had a couple players that were on the roster last year there. Gotcha. And I forget their names. Yeah, no surprise, but (laughs) no, it was really cool though. They had a lot of insight, but it wasn't, it wasn't a day where they were trying to teach you things. Right. They were just trying to see what you already know. Mm -hmm. Right. I've noticed like a lot of high performance camps. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really interesting because you can tell who's been there before and who's kind of getting new to it because it's like coaches who try to coach you up. It's like, that's not the point. It's like, they want to see what you have and if it fits what they're looking for, not Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to coach the 120 guys that are here, well, it's like, how many are you really going to draft? I mean, you're not there to make them better. You're there to take the best and then you make them better. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting too. Did, was there any sort of feedback you got or did anyone, or they're just like, hey, you're, you're good. You're in the pool kind of thing. Pretty much like for, as far as like official feedback, yeah. mm-hmm. it was just an email two weeks later saying, congrats, you've been selected to be in the draft pool, ah. blah, blah, blah. But uh, afterwards I talked with 
one of the player coaches a little mm-hmm. bit and he had a little insight, but nothing too in depth because there was a line of people trying to talk to the coaches. Right. Of course. Like, what do I need to do to be better? I wasn't really saying that. I, I was just like, yeah. what'd you think? Like, yeah. Yeah. No. But, no, it was really cool. That's awesome. I uh, I was checking out all the. We were actually checking it out. The uh, all the teams that are in PR sevens, mm-hmm. and of all of them, I really hope that you end up getting picked up by like the Minnesota Loons, like oh, you know the, the, lo- like the birds, the loonies. Yeah, yes, I love that. It's like too. it's by far the best mascot in my opinion. Well, time out. Did you see? There's a new team they just announced they just added another a one? couple weeks ago. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like right. it's over in California. Like uh, maybe where's the Golden Gate Bridge? Like San Francisco, San Fran, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's Maybe like San Jose. It, it's like the Golden State Labradors or Golden State Retriever. I don't. Know. They have a Labrador yeah. Retriever as their mascot, and yeah, I can't remember the exact good. name. But it was like, come on, like there's How no did they come up with that. I, no idea, but it's <laughs> like, and like also too Pittsburgh. I think they had one that like is I don't know if it's like yeah. not the Ironworkers. That's New York, but they have like. I don't know. It, like they, they have some cool names that are like very regional, which I think is fun. Like yeah. if you're a new league, they have fun jerseys. Like I like um, who was it? Nashville's like the pink and the yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like our wombats if you replace the teal oh, with I love your pink jerseys. I think they're awesome. Oh, thanks. And the pallies, the pallies sponsor <laughs> on the front. Just, it just fits the whole. Together. It yeah. fits the whole vibe, right? Yeah. Of like, hey. We're here to play rugby, stand out, and we'll have a beer too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like our new ones a lot with the stripes. Those are pretty sick. Are you guys have new ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Have you had a chance to see those yet or no? I don't think so, no. So they're they're white with teal stripes. Yeah. And then the Pally's guy is right here. Oh, and then I there's like actually, a yeah. little bit of yellow in there, just yeah, a tiny yeah. bit. But yeah, just, yeah, got to have that guy. But uh, Jeremy Newman did say, um, that's like the whitest logo of the white guy. Like very, he's like, careful. It might scare some people away from the team. But we're diverse though. Yeah. We're a very diverse team for being in Iowa, especially. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But yeah. So, you know, moving on from that sevens experience. Wait, hold up. I would like to say one more thing. About oh that. yeah. 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 One thing about like those, those combine, like tryout yeah. type, like mm-hmm. um, the structure of it that mm-hmm. does bother me is. We, we scrimmaged. The scrimmage was like it said it was going to be 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there were six teams and my each team only played twice. And it wasn't oh. even a full game. It was like it was five five minutes. Oh. So it was like I had oh. 10 minutes to really show. Like, uh, full 14. And yeah. half the time it was, well, one, you're playing with people you've never played with before. Yeah. And yeah, sevens, like all teams pretty much follow the same structure. Right. But. It's more like the chemistry between the players. Yeah, no, it makes a difference. Being able to trust each other and know what, like being able to anticipate what your player mm-hmm. is going to do is huge. Right. Because I'd say, like, knowing, like, you've played with, like, the Iowa Select side and then Des Moines played in the Midwest Championship Series. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, you had the same coach, you had high level coaching, yeah. and then you also had the same guys. Nice, yeah. Like, there was a lot of times, like, watching you on the field where it's like, you didn't even have to communicate and you would do like a no look, hide the ball on your hip, mm. pretend to pass and like dump. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain. It was almost like a, a jump cut or a stop yeah. cut or whatever you call it. And like you fake the pass behind the back and then you, like, mm. and guys knew how to play off you. Whereas yeah. you try some shit like that at a tryout and someone looks at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I was running an under and you're yeah. like, that's not, that's the most basic dumbest thing we could do here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I totally agree. Yeah, and like it's where 
you're like, hey, I have all this game film. Well, maybe not because not everyone records their tournaments, but like it's like you have all this, you know, experience with the Des Moines side and the Midwest mm-hmm. Sevens Premier League. You have it with Iowa Select side. You, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of frustrating that it's mm-hmm. like it boils down to it wouldn't like five minutes and there's 14 guys on the field. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's so tough because there might even be a chance where it's like you might only be in action for 90 seconds, minute and a half of like, yeah, yeah I touched the ball twice. That's why it's like little things like movement off the ball, communication, like mm-hmm. that stuff we're looking for. Yeah. Because like the odds, you might not even get a chance to right. have a breakaway try. Right. Really, that's not even what they're looking for. Like mm-hmm. the testing showed you're fast. If yeah. You, yeah. If you find space, we know you're likely right. to score. We want to see what you do off the ball, how you communicate, how you pick each other up and whatnot. Yeah. But speaking yeah. of fast though, you're really fast. Some <laughs> how say, how some say the fastest? <laughs> how fast were people down there? Oh, dude, I I, I had the fastest uh, thirty. It was a it was a forty minute dash time. I had the fastest one. Really? Oh, so, nice. I, I don't feel out. as bad when I get bested by you <laughs> no in the shit. summer. So <laughs> it was good. A, I ran a four point six, but it Whoa. was hand time because one of the coaches uh, forgot the the gate oh, no <laughs> for shit. like the the yeah. automatic timer or whatever oh and that's so the year prior the year prior in charlotte um they just didn't have a gate but they were they never planned on having one yeah this year they planned on having one but they forgot it <laughs> ridiculous right but so instead of having each person run one one at a time uh hand timing it they had all of us line up on the goal line oh and they filmed us a video they filmed a video from above of us just have basically a race it was like a 50 meter race what they would they were like we'll go back we'll watch we'll see who's the fastest who's slow and we're like we're looking around like is this guy serious could you imagine the nfl combine like 252 people line up all right everyone's gonna go and then we're just we have to we run it once and that's your time and we'll go back oh that's That's so stupid yeah i was gonna say that's a little ridiculous shit but it's also genius. They it saved so much is. time. They say, yeah. yeah, that's it's huge. Yeah, we had way more time for scrimmaging last year yeah. because of that. Like, the 400 dashes took long. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, so say, how long did the whole uh, like combine? Two and a half hours. It was two and a half hours. Okay, yeah. that's that crazy. Would, that too. would take a long time to go through each one individually for mm-hmm. the forty and all the other drills. So the broad jump. Yeah, there yeah. were like, there was like four tests, yeah. but we split up so into two groups, so mm-hmm. it went a little quicker. But, yeah, yeah, man, nice. So. Any idea what what's gonna happen next, or just kind of waiting, wait and see? Wait. Or actually, I'm going to I'm going to another trial, and they added one in Minneapolis. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, probably Perfect. for the yeah. loonies. March, yeah. March 25th. So figured just then okay. seeing you giving me one more chance, one more ten minutes of exposure. Right. <laughs> Couldn't hurt me. You know? Oh man, so we can't rope you in to go to Nash Bash. Damn it. Oh, no, I'm, out of that. Mm. I'm going on a ski trip the week before, and oh shit, I just. I'm really trying to save money this spring. Yeah. So, you know. is Evan going to the ski trip or no? No, he's not. <laughs> some friends from college. Okay, but, okay. Did yeah. they say? Didn't you guys just do one recently, like in Michigan or something like that? I did. Yeah. Okay. With same friends from college. <laughs> 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 yeah. no, no trips for Evan this year. Wow. 
not only, you know, you got this sevens thing going on outside of that, but you're with Des Moines Rugby. You've been with them for a while. You guys just started practice, what, last weekend? Yep. Uh, Saturday was our first practice. Um, we play Iowa State in a little scrimmage this this next Saturday, so we, we figured we'd, we'd get a few training sessions in to make mm-hmm. sure we're all on the same page and whatnot. Because um, we look at it as a recruiting opportunity, and if we're not mm-hmm. playing at our best – doesn't really look good you know right yeah it's kind of there's a line of like you want to play good you don't want to look like you guys have no clue what's going on and then also too you don't want to be dicks like Mm -hmm. just like because again it potentially these are going to be future guys because how many of you guys at des moines played for iowa state a bunch of alumni Mm -hmm. and then also you're clearly helping them out too because they have a pretty big match against minnesota coming up so they need to get ready for that exactly yeah that's the thing too like yeah if you guys aren't ready like I feel like once their season ended, it's so weird how where they're at in college rugby, everyone else in NCR, hey, national championships. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool, we're going to pause in the middle of the conference tournament. We'll catch back up in the spring. Mm-hmm. And then you have all this like, you know, oh, we're undefeated. We're doing it. We're, we're going to make a run of nationals. Let's take a five-month break. And they're right. probably continuing to, you know, they're young. They're probably lifting yeah, like workout turkeys, stuff. you know, getting into the gym. <laughs> and then you guys are kind of like, Oh, it's spring. Let's uh, should we get back into it? And they're like just ready to go. So no, it'll be good though. It'll be yeah, really it's, good. It's mainly for the new guys because mm-hmm. like the guys that were on our team in the fall should know our structure, should right. know what they're doing. Yeah, but it's the new guys that um, that have no idea what's going on. That's <laughs> that's who we want to get on the same page with. Fair us, enough. So. Are you yeah. uh, is it ever like weird? Because you guys scrimmaged them last year to help them get ready yep. for spring. Yep. Isn't it weird though playing? Because you used to play with a handful of those guys. Oh yeah, so you just graduated like what two yeah. years ago? We or whatever? were such a young team when yeah. I was playing there. Like, yeah, we had a lot, a decent amount of seniors, but most of the core of our team was were pretty young sophomores, yeah. freshmen. So uh, yeah, now they're now they're getting old and graduating. So we're trying <laughs> to we're trying to snag them up, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's awesome. And like yeah. that's what's cool too. Like they're right up the road, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, they're going to get jobs probably in the Des Moines area. And then yeah. having that connection, I mean, it's, it's huge. And I think these are really important. It's not often you see in other sports where it's like, Hey, this men's club is going to play a college team. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so great for the game because it's like, you were on that college team. Yeah. The tradition still stays there. And then they can see, Oh, what's after college. Cause yeah. you know, sometimes I think, especially with high school, kids don't know, like, wait, there's college rugby. Wait, there's men's rugby. Like what even is that? And like, you can show them, this is what it's like on the field. And then this is the clubhouse and we got your back when you go to nationals and we support you guys. So Mm -hmm. that's awesome. And like, what a cool way to start the spring too, to like get the guys back into it and whatever they've been doing over the winter. Mm -hmm. How has like the last couple of years been though at Des Moines, you know, you guys, have gone through a couple of coaching changes. You got some mm-hmm. coaches with some Eagle experience, some NLR experience, and then the greatest scrum half of all time, Matthew Connor, retires from yeah. coaching. Like, how has that been? Um, I don't know, just like going through that. Has it been a pretty seamless transition from guy to guy? And now you got Alejandro and John Kelly yeah. stepping into it. What's that sure. been like? You know, well, when John first came, there was like a, a real big culture, culture shock. John Cullen, right? John Cullen, yeah. yes. Uh, probably when John Kelly came too, he probably. Yeah, yeah. John, <laughs> that. He's, he's a assistant coach now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But uh, and then in the, so John had us for the whole. 
he, he came at the beginning of summer. So he coached mm-hmm. um, our select summer 17. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a forward, you know? Yeah. He has a bunch of sevens experience, but 15s is more his, mm-hmm. his game. So mm-hmm. ball came around. Shit kind of got real. Mm-hmm. Um, standards were were raised and uh, did a decent fall. Because that's uh, when you went from D3 to D2, D2 right? Correct, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we were playing a little higher higher competition. And, uh, yeah, it was just cool seeing ourselves play at a higher level, mm-hmm. both against better competition, but also just even at practice seeing ourselves mm-hmm. pick up little things here and there from, from someone like him. Right, because uh, that's the thing. I mean, when he came in, it's not like you had a change in who was, like, as players, I mean, yeah. it was the same guys yep. and like stepping up to that challenge and being like, Hey, we're the same guys, but we're, we can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then fast forward to the spring of last year, uh, John told us we had a, like a guest, a surprise guest at practice, mm-hmm. Tim Moppin, OG Tim Moppin. <laughs> uh, we call him Mop, but uh, <laughs> right, I'll never forget I like how it's hey. first. He was the quietest guy. He, yeah. He, it was cold out that day. It was early spring and he's out there in his coat with his hood up, hands in his pockets. And like, he just looked like an unfriendly, just quiet. Didn't want to talk to us. <laughs> first drill's gone. It's like a defensive drill. Suddenly halfway through the drill, he takes off his coat, joins the drill and just starts like screaming, not at us, but like <laughs> in an encouraging way. And he like yeah. entered this coach mode. He had never <laughs> been a coach before. And I thought it was really cool just uh, seeing him transition that spring into like, like seeing what we have at Des Moines Rugby. We've mm-hmm. been grateful that however many years, 50 years mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. foundation members have built this wonderful uh, clubhouse and complex. And I think that's one of the main things that kind of attracted him because mm-hmm. he just moved here just like John. Yeah. From out of state. I like how he's a guest and now he's like coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And then we heard word that John was leaving. To go to Cedar Falls or go cats, mm-hmm. that, but uh, and then there was a the suburb of, of Cedar Falls, yeah. something you know, <laughs> <laughs> a big roaring city. Of Cedar yeah, Falls. I think it is Cedar Falls, it's, maybe not. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. It's a suburb, there's a yeah. suburb of Cedar Falls, so. but yeah, we were once we were John was like, we we're like, we we're like, oh shit, is Tim gonna leave too? Because mm-hmm. Tim always said, like, he's here because John's here, mm-hmm. and uh, so we were all kind of worried, and mm-hmm. he didn't give us the official word, but he's sticking around. Nice. And I think long term, dude. The way he's talking, he awesome. has like long term goals for us, and some things are going to be happening at the clubhouse. Some cool surprises coming up. Ooh, we're actually—I nice. don't know if I'm supposed to say this. Uh, <laughs> Breaking news on the B Side Boys. Bus we didn't podcast. ask for it. <laughs> Disclaimer: <laughs> We didn't ask for it. <laughs> uh, we're turning. So you know, we have four locker rooms in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're turning locker room four into a weight room. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we can actually like hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Are you guys not, taking some of the weights from the from the house, the place you just moved you know, into? I don't really know the logistics of how we're. <laughs> get, no, they're not taking my weights from my garage. Yet, if that's what you're talking about, no way. No way. No, we only have a total of four 40 pound, 45 pound plates there. <laughs> that's not going to create a winning rugby team. But, uh, but yeah, it's really cool. He sounds like he's going to be sticking around. Yeah. So nice. he's getting us all really. We've had two practices so far, and he's. Really got the whole team excited. So nice, be a fun spring, fun summer. Yeah, and I, I feel like too, we were talking about it before we recorded. You know, for a men's club, this time between November and February in Iowa, especially. I mean, there's two types of ways to look at it. Some guys are kind of burnt out and they're like, oh, it's good to have a break and yeah. kind of hard to get them, pull them off the couch. But for a lot of people like yourself, where it's like, I'm just ready to go. Oh yeah, and like you get, and then once you get all the boys back together, mm-hmm. you're you're 
on the pitch here in the clubhouse. And then you kind of hear like, this is the plan. This is the schedule. Yeah. It's really easy to buy in. And also it's easy to buy in because you had a successful season like at D2, six and two last year, hmm. right there. Um, you know, it, I mean, it makes it easy. Like we're here, you know, oh, let's, yeah. let's keep it moving. And oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, spring rugby is my favorite. Like, I love spring rugby. To the people that, that, that skip spring because it's just spring, yeah. they mm-hmm. say, like, that just blows their mind. Like, I sitting in sitting inside all winter, right. just yeah. not playing rugby, and now it, we have one nice week, and we're mm-hmm. all out. We got 30 We had thirty guys at practice Saturday. Hell yeah, dude. Monday, dude. We've never had that many at practice, so. Yeah, I don't understand that either because spring rugby is where you get to travel and do, like, some different, like, fun sure. tournaments or yeah. like just do fun stuff mm-hmm. like it's not regular season shit that's when you get a chance to travel i love mm-hmm. getting out of town and playing different teams like mm-hmm. people you've never seen before well and doing fun things with the roster too i mean yeah. there's been times too where we just flip things around we're talking about doing this idea in nashville where we put numbers in a hat and whatever you draw <laughs> is the position you play i no. hope juju gets a gets oh, a proposition <laughs> That's hilarious. There might have to be a weight thing on the front row. But yeah, you better train some backs on how to do a scrum. <laughs> no, but it, like just one of those things like and like Phil wants to play scrum half, and obviously the ball is too big for his hands to control for a whole game. But like, yeah, you just get to do those things. And then again, you get to go out of your conference, you get to play new teams, you see different like cultures of rugby, and then you just it's just fun, you know. And it's like I feel like too, sometimes during conference play, like like we love the guys we play against, but sometimes in the fall, you know, it's like there is something at stake. Mm-hmm. We're now like, you know, we're gonna go over to Fox Valley, play a friendly, and then go to the MR MLR match with them, the Hounds and Nola Gold. And it's like, win or lose, who cares? We're gonna have a good time at the tailgate and just be like, hey, rugby, you know. So yeah. like that's that's what's really cool. And I feel like too, um, this rolls into summer too. I feel like you're a big fan of the the summer sevens and oh, yeah. kind of well, Everything I'd be a fan of sevens, that. too, if I was good at sevens. Okay, at sevens. I don't like running that much. And usually, like, every time with sevens, I don't know. Like, I know you guys like to have some beers during the tournament and stuff like that, especially during your Ankeny asshole days. Mm-hmm. But usually it's, like, the first two sevens matches would go, like, really well. You feel good, but then you're continuously drinking beers throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to, like, this you know, winner's pool yeah. thing, you're like, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and then it's like, the teams are all way better. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then you add injuries to that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And sunburn. There's Maybe that's just sunburn. me. <laughs> There's not a more, like, grind of a moment than the last game of a summer. Yeah. <laughs> 90 degrees. Toys for Tots. drunk. Toys yeah. for Tots, I feel like, is always the most, like, brutal oh, heat. Yeah. Where the sun is always going and, like, mm-hmm. Your guys' pitch is great, but for some reason, Toys for Tots, the grass just decides to, like, just take a dry. day off. It gets so dry. <laughs> like, I lost all the skin on my left um, shin because Casey Hansen tracked me from behind. <laughs> Not, I mean, he didn't have to try very hard, but he got me. <laughs> and when he tackled me down, I slid, and it was like concrete. And I'm just like, oh, my. And then I go off the pitch, take my jersey off, and you can see the farmer's not tan, but like farmer's sunburn and the back of my neck is just like glowing red. And I'm just like, I love this tournament, but like (laughs) the sun and the grass just does not like me. (laughs) Yeah. That's a fun one though. And capital city sevens. I've really enjoyed that one the past few years. That's a really fun one. Yeah. Cause you guys were doing the the whole, we had the Des Moines side and the, uh, the mid, the Midwest premier sevens or whatever they call it. Cause you guys are doing like the whole competitive trying to do like nationals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, which is fun. It was it was actually I really loved it. But mm-hmm. there's there's aspects of 
like the social summer sevens that I missed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my second season ever playing rugby was because I started rugby playing for Iowa. Um, started in the spring in sevens. Um, funny story that I had. I didn't know anybody on the rugby team. And mm-hmm. I texted my dad and I was like, you know, anybody <laughs> on the Iowa rugby team? Of course. <laughs> I'm interested in playing. And he's, and sure enough, Nico, Nico, please. I've heard of him. You know, you've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me his number, tells me when practice is. First practice, I, uh, I had, I didn't have a car because I was a freshman and I took the buses because the fields were pretty far away from yeah. campus. Mm-hmm. And I just, I miscalculated something and I was 30 minutes late. And I was shitting myself, dude. <laughs> Walking the field, I was so nervous. One, I was 30 minutes late. Two, I was like, what am I doing out here? <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, but no, it was awesome. They all welcomed me. I met like some amazing people right away. John mm-hmm. Hayes. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. Next, next practice, two days later, I did not have to take the bus because John Hayes was like, hey, how'd you get here? And I'm like, the bus. That's why I was late. <laughs> and he's like, nope, you're riding with me. And, just, and then we became pretty good Dude, friends, I didn't so. know you started out in Iowa, though. That's crazy. You know? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Started you out did... in Iowa. I did three semesters there. Really? Didn't play rugby in the fall. Because I never played rugby in high school. Either. Yeah, I was right. just going to ask that. So, never... Yeah, I just... Was, Juju. Was, Juju was telling yeah, us. We were... that. We were shocked by that. Because yeah. we were talking about how we were going to have you on. And we're like, oh, yeah, you know, you played with them in high school. Because I know... So I remember playing with you and Juju on assholes like way long ago. And I just, in my brain, I'm like, well, it would make sense. You played in high school. And Juju's like, no, he never played in high school. And I'm like, how yeah. the fuck did I miss that? Like, well, what? That was a lawn fairy, though. That yeah. was a lawn fairy. That was a soccer That's fairy. right. Yeah. Oh. But my dad coached rugby for anything. Yeah. Right. So everyone's always like, oh, why don't you play rugby with dad mm-hmm. coaches? And I'm like, well, I just love soccer. I've been playing soccer for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was considering playing in college, too, for soccer. But mm-hmm. eventually I changed my mind. And I was like, I'm done. Well, yeah. But, yeah, so I went to Iowa. No sports. Just, just going to school. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I need, I need to do something. Right. Like, I was going to the gym, but it wasn't really... The same thing. There was no like team camaraderie. Yeah, right. That, that just that group where you belong. Yeah. yeah. The last fifteen years, I'd always been a sport. Yep. So yep. I'm like, fuck it. We're gonna give rugby a shot. And uh, yeah, went to practice. Finished that whole spring seven season. There was a little fifteens in the mix, but mm-hmm. mostly sevens. Yeah. And then come home for summer break. And uh, I'd always known about the summer mm-hmm. sevens league. Yeah. Yeah. Until now, I'm definitely playing in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ankeny assholes first, first experience with the assholes. Yep. God, dude, it was great. Great time traveling around with Schmidt. You, <laughs> God, dude, you came. You yeah, came I came to yeah. yeah. Oh man, so many memories. But that was my first like social rugby experience, and that really mm-hmm. like for someone who had just started, like I had no, I had no desire to be, you know, really competitive. Mm-hmm. So seeing like a so- social atmosphere. And just having fun was like a great way to right great way to spend my first summer after starting so you know well and the team was good too that, yeah, that like, yeah, you could see like stupid good. wait 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 we can like Undisputed. get blackout drunk the night before <laughs> and the day of and we can win tournaments at the same time <laughs> like this is allowed you can do this because like growing up you always hear like hey don't drink it'll make you bad at sports and then you get to rugby and you're like why, why aren't you having a drink? Wait, what? Like, like, not if you get 10 freak athletes. Dude, yeah, I know. That Assholes team was always ridiculous. Like, anytime I ever got a chance to play with you guys, like, because you guys had, like, Travis, and Juju was stupid fast. And then I think Sanderson played a couple of times, too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luke Schmidt was always really good. Weird, uh, a connection to uh, Iowa State. Yeah, and Ant, right? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> there was a ton of names. That was the thing yeah. about the Assholes. Like, each tournament, there was a different group. 
Yeah, we had every so, single time. Like Evan, Evan Sony, my dad, yeah, was, was responsible for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And then he was the coach, <laughs> yeah. and he was the the recruiting chair. As we like, to call him. like he would just. That whole team was people that he knew from whether it was from Iowa State or the U22s team that he coached. Luke yeah. Hermanson played a little bit too oh, yeah, on there too, didn't he? Too. Yeah, yeah. Especially the years before I started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, dude. God, I love Hermes. Awesome player. He's just, God, he's just so awesome human being. And an awesome human being. Yeah, he's a very yeah. nice guy. One of the funniest things, though, ever. So when I lived at Wes Moss's house, uh, after a practice, we went over there and Hermes came with us for some reason. I don't remember why, but we have like this open pasture, like out in the front. And we get out of it and we're going to go inside. And Hermes, like, this, these guys' place? Like, yeah. And he's like, like oh this is this is beautiful look at all this and like yeah no it's it's a nice little view see some deer stuff he's like oh he's like i'll be back in a second takes his shirt off he's just in his rugby shorts and he has no shoes on like usual he just goes out there and he's just putting his hands through the grass just walking through it like (laughs) just typical hermes just enjoying nature we're all just kind of sitting there watching and we're like okay that's hilarious i'm gonna i'm gonna share my favorite it being in cedar falls so one time me Tom McClyman and Alec Lang are watching a Cubs baseball game in my basement in Cedar Falls. Cubs suck. Super boring. We're like, okay, it's middle of summer. We need to do something other than this. So we go down to the bottom of the hill, Bonnie's, the liquor store, and we're like, let's get some cigarettes and some 40s, and then let's go off into the timber in the woods by George Worth Park. There's some abandoned trains. We can climb around those and just, I don't know, let's just walk around. So as we're walking out of Bonnie's, here comes a guy on a bicycle down the hill. And he's just like, hey, friends, hey. I'm like, oh, it's Hermes. What's up, man? And he's just like, what are you doing today? I'm like, we're going we're gonna to smoke these cigarettes and drink these 40s and, and, and uh, go look at trains in the woods. He's like, cool, can I come? We're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> he takes his bicycle and he pushes it in between Bonnie's and the dumpster. And he hides it. And he just walks with us and just leaves his bike. And we just walk around in the woods smoking cigarettes i remember uh someone dropped a pack in the water and alec lang got really sad and then (laughs) everything was good and then we walked back home and his bike was still there and it was like the most random fun day that doesn't sound very exciting at all but it was just like if you knew hermes it's like the perfect day just out in nature friendship just enjoying each other's company and and yeah it was it was a good time great dude he is a great dude we're not even talking rugby anymore like (laughs) just oh no he's a rugby player oh yeah yeah. All right, I got a, I got a quick one. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll just keep it's going. Not my favorite, this ain't my favorite favorite Hermes story, but it's Let's a funny story about both of us. <laughs> it was last summer, so the first summer that uh, John was there, or no, actually it was two summers ago. Mm-hmm. First summer John was there, we had a uh, sevens tournament. I forget where it was, honestly, but um, that's no surprise when you hear the end of the story. <laughs> but uh, uh, after the tournament, we all went out to the bars. Like the whole team, me, Hermie, John, Brennan, you list can keep going, but uh, <laughs> things got a little out of hand. We were all hammered. I'm I'm the first one that gets removed from this bar because they <laughs> told me I was just simply too drunk, and so they took me out. 
and they're like, you need to leave. I'm like, I'm, I'm not from here. My, <laughs> my whole team is inside. Um, can I just hang out? Can I hang out out here with you? And they, they took me out the back door. So I was hanging out on the patio with these three bouncers. <laughs> and within five minutes, they, we were friends and we were talking. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm not that drunk. You can see. Can I go back in? And they're like, nope. So I just <laughs> keep sitting out there. Not even 15 minutes later. Well, not even 15 minutes later. <laughs> out comes Hermie <laughs> with another bouncer holding Hermie's arm. <laughs> and Hermie sees me. He's like, dude, where have you been? And I'm like. They took me out. They took me out like ten minutes ago, dude. <laughs> and then Herbie hung out up there with all of us. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my god! Yeah, last time I saw Hermes was at a homeboy's wedding. Actually, that oh, was yeah. really fun. Yeah. It was really cool to see him. I just, it'd be nice. I wonder if he's gonna end up doing sevens again at some point in the summer. I hope he, he does. He said he was gonna be playing this spring with us. Really? Oh, nice. That'd be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Rugby's better when he plays. Oh, dude, I agree. so much better. Yeah. I agree. He's one of the. If I could, if I could create a dream team of sevens players or fifteens, Hermie would be on that team. Oh, since dude, one hundred percent. His mentality and mm-hmm. he's just a freak. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. this is a guy you never want to play against no. because you know he, when he's on the pitch, he enters this mind state of just like I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. Well, like I mean, I feel like our stories too. It's like he's very like loving and very mm-hmm. like just yeah. very social, and he can be anybody's friend. But they're like you snapped your finger. Oh, yeah. There's a switch, switch. when it's rugby sure. time. And you have the ball, he will cut you in half. He will murder you, yeah. and he will not feel bad about it. And he will have drank a bunch of daiquiris the night before. <laughs> I'm now thinking of the there was a tournament at Iowa State where I was coaching, and we came down to Iowa State to play sevens, and he got MVP of the tournament. And it was a night after he had way too many daiquiris, and he almost <laughs> skipped the tournament. I'm just not, like now remembering it. Dude, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Just, yeah. just like. I don't know. It like when he's at the pitch, it's just he's just a happy guy, and it's just yeah. it's fun. And yeah, the way he plays rugby is just really really fun. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, S- yeah. Speaking of that group, though, you were just rattling off those names with Brendan Dreas. So he works out at my the gym that I go to. Mm-hmm. So I get to see him once in a while. We were talking a little bit about Ankeny assholes, and uh, <coughs> he brought up something that I remembered you guys talking about like a while ago. The there's obviously the infamous uh, RV, Evans RV, oh, that yeah, takes yeah. everywhere to the yeah. all the sevens tournaments. Whatever happened to getting the uh, RV tattooed? <laughs> or the T-shirts. Well, there the were supposed to be T-shirts. <laughs> there, was there? No, there never was a T-shirt. There was just like the, the emblem we had. Yeah. We, aunt, we had created an emblem, but we never created T-shirts. Aunt <laughs> always <laughs> said that a T-shirt was yeah. coming. Dude, our logo was so sick, though. Yeah, yeah, so dude, I know. I love it. <laughs> but I wanted to see some of you guys get the RV tattooed. That would be fucking funny. Be cool. I wonder if that logo's still out there in the in a hard drive somewhere. <laughs> it <laughs> might be. Honestly, be a good question for Andy. Like three, because he sold the RV like two years ago, I think. Yeah, or maybe it was a little. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Now he's got a uh, like pickup truck. Back yeah, yeah, because your dad just retired or whatever mm-hmm. a little bit ago from the Bell Brothers. You know, he's just bored as shit. <laughs> I'm sure, he <laughs> is. Fill his time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know. Last time I was over there, he had a ambulance that was like getting like at first. I'm like, Evan, like he always has so much random stuff in his house. I feel like, but well, the ambulance wasn't his. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I found out. But I was like, what are you doing with an ambulance? He's like, yes, yeah, hanging on to, for somebody, and they're gonna refurbish it or whatever, and turn <laughs> like gut like, it out yeah, and then, like make it more of like yeah. a mobile like yeah, I don't know hangout. Joe Castor, he yeah, he, yeah. Bought it, he flew to Alabama to buy this ambulance that and drove it back, right? Yeah, yeah so the. Was, no, he put it on the plane. 
Before Shut he, the fuck up. <laughs> before he bought it, before he bought it, it was a fully functioning, like life-saving ambulance. Oh shit! But the fire department apparently got like this grant where they got just like brand new vehicles, essentially. Yeah, and, and they so bought tanks. They, they were selling these <laughs> these ambulances, and somehow he got his hands on it. Dude, and that's kind of awesome. It was, it, this, it was this time. It was Nashville last year because I was oh. in Nashville. And I heard that he was, my dad told me, hey, Joe's buying an ambulance. Let him pick you up and you can ride back with him. <laughs> and for like two days of the Nashville trip, that was the plan. That was mine. Because yeah. I flew to Nashville. Yeah. Um, everyone else on my team flew or rode in a van, but I flew because I. You're I, smart. I had just started yeah. a new job. And so I didn't want to ask for time off. Yeah. And so I'm like, can't go, guys. Blah, blah, blah. And then my dad was like, why don't you just fly Friday? And so I checked and there was a flight. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm coming, boys. <laughs> We're flying out there. Um, nice. And I was really just trying to avoid riding back in that 15 passenger. Yeah, 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 I've that. done that enough in college. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of it. But uh, So I was going to ride back in that ambulance. And then he ended up bailing because it was too far out of the way. So mm. sure enough, I had to ride in that fucking 15 passenger van. <laughs> and I yeah. actually ended up riding in it. Yeah. Okay. And because I was the newcomer of the group, because yeah. everyone else that Shift was drive. in the van also rode. So you guys, you guys left that Sunday, didn't you? Like right yeah. after you guys yeah, were done playing, stayed next we day. stayed that Sunday night. That was the most fun night out was of all really? the nights. Yes, Damn. I wish you would have stayed. Damn, I can't talk about it, but <laughs> I wasn't was, there. I'm going this here. I know but... yeah, this year's gonna be really fun. Yeah, because I get a phone call yeah, that Sunday. I get a phone call from the pitch, and it's Parker, and he goes, "Gray, it's not good." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" He's like, "We have 12 guys on the field." Dude, yeah, that sucked. And I woke, every, oh my god! And because you had to play Nashville, yeah, at Nashville. Oh, I like, remember watching you guys. Play. Yeah, I had a captain that one. I'm just like, I walk over. I'm like, how are you guys feeling? Because I was like, violently hungover. All of like, you. Oh, were. Yeah, like, you some were. of the guys are still showing up in their clothes from the night before, <laughs> and they're like, oh no, it's like we feel pretty good and stuff. It's like we're from here, so you know, it's you know, they don't yeah. really go and do stuff the night before. I'm just like, you. Fuck. <laughs> so we had to start with yeah like 12 guys in the field and like people were rolling i'm like get your shit on get in here right now <laughs> that's awesome it was it's not rolling subs it's rolling well, in subs well we <laughs> we almost said hell with it but then we found out it's like if you forfeit a match you don't get to come back next year and we're like we gotta play this so we can come back <laughs> so oh. that sunday because we all we some of us went <clears> on friday but we took it easy yeah but some of us a couple of us didn't i actually took it easy friday that's and I was shocking. not hungover. I don't believe that at all. I swear, all. I was not hungover all Saturday. Mm -hmm. Played a full day of rugby. It was great. Saturday night, went out with everybody. You guys were there. Yeah. Um, Sunday, I was feeling pretty rough, to say the least. <laughs> and yeah. Matt Connor was the only coach that traveled with us. Yeah. And he told me, um, one, because I was too hungover, I couldn't play. And two, <laughs> we had a bunch of guys that were just on the bench all day Saturday. Yeah. Really playing time. And so, it's our first game. And there's this, this kid named JJ, Justin Johnson. And I love the kid. And... <laughs> Uh, halftime comes and I, I find him in the huddle. I'm like, hey, um, don't tell Matt this, but I'm an, I'm just gonna sub in for you for a little bit. <laughs> just like give me like five, ten minutes tops. <laughs> don't tell Matt. And so I go out on the field and I'm I'm like kind of like I go to the it was kickoff and I go to the far opposite corner, just hoping they won't see me. And I shit you not, I lasted like 15 minutes out there. And then Matt's like, what the fuck? what is Sunday doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then they pulled my ass. <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. That's awesome. Oh, the man. classic sub yourself in. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it would only work at a social tournament, but. Yeah. That's the best part about doing those social tournaments and something like that. Just doing shit like that. Mm -hmm. 
Well, again, that's why, like, for me, for summer sevens, it's like when we have those rolling subs. And it's like, <laughs> I'm coming in. And then it's like, I'm only going to touch the ball. Cool. 30 seconds, I'm off. Like, <clears throat> come back in, 30 seconds, I'm off. Like, <laughs> yeah, d- days like that. And, like, yeah, the, when we were at, I can't remember what tournament it was, but it was in Des Moines, probably Toys for Tots. And we just had, like, hockey subs. And guys were walking off and on at their own will. And I know Ridgeway, he's our coach. He was trying to organize, like, yeah, let's put let's put you in. What is everybody doing? And guys are just like, ah, like, I don't, I'm out. No, I'm in. And it's like, glad we wrote a structure. Right. That's, but I mean, that's again social, social rugby. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun, but sometimes it gets a little frustrating. There's, or like some matches we've had where some people refuse to come off. That's really annoying. We've had that a time or two. She's like, no, sub out. Like, we need to do something a little bit guess. different. Let me guess. DeAndre? No, not DeAndre. <laughs> oh, DeAndre does. DeAndre I love you, DeAndre. That's just a guess. <laughs> DeAndre, <laughs> no, DeAndre doesn't come off the field. <laughs> well, that, that's why he was my guess. <laughs> Speaking of DeAndre, did you tell him that you were going to potentially come to Florida with us? Uh, no, he, he invited me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought that maybe you were going to be coming with. No, I'm considering. Well, you I texted Luke and he said he needs to talk to Tim? Yeah, Tim? Tim, yeah. Talk to Tim to make sure there's room in the house. I'm sure Tim would I'm love like, it. He's an ISU alumni like, as well. I'm a slender guy. I can fit, <laughs> fit small spaces. <laughs> give me a closet. Yeah. Give Just a give me a corner like under yeah. a coffee table. You know, whatever. It's no, fun. I'd love to. That'd be fun. Yeah. I haven't seen Luke in, well, Nashville, I think, was the last time. Because he came so, to Nashville with us. Yeah, time. and he uh, was home for Christmas or whatever, too. So, actually, that was when. I don't think I, guys. Yeah, I don't know if you did. Because I don't think you went out with us at all. But it was also, like fucking like negative like 40 degree wind chill when they were here and stuff and like nobody was going and doing anything He's never coming back <laughs> <laughs> probably not i know i'm kind of sad about it but palm beach is pretty good though and they're you know i think they won the d3 yeah they won d3 last year yeah that's yeah. awesome they're really they're really good that is awesome and it's florida florida's awesome mm-hmm. so but the politics. No, I'm just kidding. They're not going that way. Um, <laughs> no, that was funny when you you interviewed them and they're just like, all right, this proves why I live in Florida because it was like the yeah. coldest day and like we record in garages and it gets a little... Oh, wait, well, not we to, have, well, oh, well, the they secret. They did the podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah Tim, and... Joey Jeffries, and uh, Luke all Damn. came over to my house because Gray bailed on us. Whoa! I gotta listen to that episode, dude. It's really good. Was them just bitching about the cold the whole time? It was. A, they were complaining a little bit. Well, I had to the first my, twenty minutes. Yeah, I, I had to turn my furnace off though because it was too loud. We were doing it in the basement, <laughs> so they were really cold. That's funny. Yeah, I love that. Dude, no, it was really fun though. Like those are that's a good group of guys yeah. too. And I think we'll see Luke at Nash Bash. I think he said he'll yeah. be around. Yeah, there's potential that Luke will be showing up for Nash Bash. So Alec yeah. Lang is going to be there yeah, too. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be fun. You guys are really selling Nash Bash this year. I know. Yeah. I have to make some arrangements. <laughs> I say, twist your arm a little bit. Yeah. Cancel my ski trip. <laughs> Probably. You can't, can't cancel ski trip. Come on. <laughs> rugby, skiing. I love them both, but rugby, I love them a little more. Yeah. And it'll be warmer. True. That's true. <laughs> Much more. Yeah. Nashville or northern Minnesota. <laughs> Where up in like northern Minnesota? Like what part of it? Uh, the, the town's called Bywabit. It's oh, like north of. Duluth, it's oh, it's north of Duluth. Yeah. So you're in Canada. Almost. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Jesus. There's wolves there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How north are you? Well, there's wolves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know, my buddy owns a vacation home up there where his family goes for like the summer. Yeah. Like a lake house oh, field. nice. Okay. And in the winter, it's like a ski house. So 
Pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, enough about skiing. Let's get back to rugby, huh? Oh, shit. Yeah, what the heck, Phil? Sorry, I got a little off track. Yeah, because anytime <laughs> Florida comes up, you're like, oh, I can't wait to move there someday. But I won't, <laughs> but I want to. It probably won't happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. But speaking of Florida, I'm, I'm just stumped where to go, Phil. You got us all oh, off track. Oh, sorry. Well, I was actually going to ask how it is living with a bunch of other rugby guys, because you live with the Randalls now. I do. Uh, yeah. And Luke's old room. Yeah. Which is well, pretty... actually, no. Because, no, I don't. I live in the sauna room. You know the room with the sauna? Oh yeah, yeah, like out, like connected to the bar room. Yeah, yeah. So you don't, so you don't stay in Luke's room. Who's is somebody else staying in there? Yeah, yep. is that another rugby guy or yep. what? So there's four rugby guys. So you guys basically have a rugby house. We basically have a rugby. House. So who all lives there? Me, Zach Randall's, Logan Piper. Oh yeah, and, okay. Uh, Magnets, aka Jesse Kelly. Really? Oh, JK's little yeah, brother. JK's little brother. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. dude, that's actually kind of cool. Funny story. Uh, people ask about Magnets last, why his nickname is Magnets. And it is the funniest story ever. And I will tell you guys after the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So long story short, I thought it was because he can't catch because he is the worst catcher. (laughs) You throw the kid a ball, there's a 0.1% chance he catches. And I thought that's why it was, but now it's long story short. He loves grabbing tents. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear the story after the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Those hands are like magnets. That is that is perfect though, because you know, if a bunch of like just a bunch of I would think it'd be really fun to live with a bunch of guys on our team. You know, I mean, like I'm a little bit I'm past that point in my life. Phil, anymore, we're in our thirties. I know that's why that's I had to clarify that, but it sounds so much fun. It's just like it's basically like college still. Well, you know, and they're, yeah. they're also like it's not like a rugby, like it's not like an it's actual. Like rugby, it's like a rugby house. Rugby yeah. House. Where it's like people are drinking Tuesday, Thursday. Like you yeah. got to go to work. Like yeah, we all yeah. have jobs, believe yeah. it or not. And so there's not a whole lot of weekday drinking. But uh, yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's just and yeah, we we carpool to practice. Yeah, dude, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was fun. actually kind of pumped that you were moving in there because I loved going over there when Luke was living there. Yeah, dude, it's that's, a sick house. It's a very cool house. It's awesome. We got a volleyball court in the backyard. Yeah. Well, technically, it's not in our yard, but it's like our yard doesn't have a fence, and we yeah. have no backyard neighbor. Just a big field, volleyball yeah. court, volleyball mm-hmm. court, big ass deck. Um, my bedroom has a sauna in it. Yeah, which used to be a walk-in closet is now was converted into a sauna. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah right. Until you need somewhere to put your clothes, but well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just I bought, I bought like a, I bought something on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you buy? Like, what, where are you at? It's in Beaverdale. Really? So yeah. you know, like the intersection of Aurora and Beaver Ave. Yeah, it's yeah, by yeah, Hoover. Right it's like right, right by Hoover. Right. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Beaverdale is awesome. Like yeah, I love that area. Cool like the damn pub and yeah, yeah. uh what's there the other day? Beaverdale Tap. Like yes, that little corner right there. Mm-hmm. Louis. Mm-hmm. Wine and Dive. Never been there. Been to the damn pub and Beaverdale. Yeah, damn yeah. pub's really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, no, that's and a... the bartenders are really cool too. But uh back to the rugby stuff, I guess. But I was also I was thinking about asking it earlier, but I kind of spaced off on it. Go ahead, do it. Don't yeah, be yeah. afraid. I'm not afraid to <laughs> be brave. I'm, not afraid to ask. I'm ready. It might be a tough question though, because I like to ask it. But who do you think is like vulnerable? He's who do you think is probably either like the best rugby player you've played with so far, or at least the scariest guy you've ever played with. Oh shit! I know that's a tough one, ain't it? That's really hard because you played with a lot of really good players. Who's the worst? <laughs> Let's start there and work our way up. That, that, that fucker I played with in Austin, dude. <laughs> he was the worst. That's the bottom. Oh man. How about it's this? Instead of one. just everyone has that one. There's a ton of guys with that attribute where you're just like they have yeah. that fearless, that yeah. fearless 
part of their mentality. Because I mean, like you've played with Detar, you played with Sanderson. I mean, yeah. you've yeah, you've played with quite a few really good players mm-hmm. from Iowa State. I mean, no, I've, like Tim Moppin, our coach, our yeah. coach, has played with us many times. John's played with us many times. Yeah, so, like that's an obvious one and two. Mm-hmm. But as far as like players my age, I don't know, man. Um, yeah. I know, right? Down in Texas, you have a couple of former teammates that are are from Iowa State that no, didn't no, not, well they did, but they no longer do. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe they both got cut. I don't know if they got cut or if they or if they moved on their own will, but gotcha. Yeah, one of them's back at Iowa State now, and the other one plays for Demont. Owen McGuffin plays for Demont. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Owen, yeah. that's what that. So Owen, okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's, he's a good there. player. And then Brandon's really back good. at Iowa State. Believe so, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we have a bunch of Iowa State guys come out this spring. Like early. You know, do you remember Kenny Hall? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. played with assholes. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. So he took a year or two off, I think two years off rugby. Mm-hmm. And then just like Irish arrived at practice <laughs> without telling anybody. And I'm like, Kenny, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, that was very exciting. I've never heard that term used like that. Oh, I, 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 like, I used Irish it for the first time. <laughs> that was amazing. Like an Irish arrive. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's the best way to put it because yeah. that I do feel like, especially with like spring practices, you're always like, who's going to show up? Cause you don't know. Mm. You've probably been to a spring practice before where six guys show up. Mm. And then now you have a spring practice where 30 guys show up. And it's yeah, like, dude. I have no idea who's going to show up. So sometimes people, yeah. When they come out of the woodwork and you're like, you want to be like, you, yeah. like mm-hmm. you're in it now. Like that's, that's kind of a good yeah. feeling too. When you mm-hmm. think like, well, they're done, they're retired. And then they're just like, no, I'm all in. Yep. We nice. got, so Kenny, and then we got like four or five guys from Iowa state that graduated in December. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we didn't have him in the fall, but uh, we'll have him for this spring. Thanks. Nice. It'll be huge for recruiting, especially yeah. like with this scrimmage. Those Iowa State guys seeing mm-hmm. other Iowa State guys. And yeah, we have a social afterwards. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a fun time. Nice, nice. That's, that's like the biggest thing about growing growing a club is one recruiting. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, also fundraising. So I'm yeah. sure you guys are very aware of. Yeah. Like getting money is hard. It is hard. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, for horrible. me, for me and Gray, it's hard because we have a hard time asking for money. <laughs> and when we ask for money, people go like, oh, that's nice. We'll give you a third of that. I'm like, yes. I'm like, ah, we're terrible. We're too nice. <laughs> we're not very good at negotiating. We're, we are not salesmen. If we were car salesmen, we'd be poor. Yeah, but that's okay. I'm just a poor teacher. Um, Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. fundraising is huge, but yeah, recruiting. And I think too, recruiting, it's like, it's not even necessarily of like selling the club, but like, mm-hmm. like on the field. But I mean, that's important, but like the connections yeah. mm-hmm. off the field off and the being field like, stuff. you're going to spend anymore. a lot of time with this club. Mm-hmm. It's only 80 minutes on the field. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time off the field. So that part has to be oh. really enticing to be yeah. like, hey, you want to be here when the whistle blows yeah. like after the final whistle. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the same for everybody, but the social aspect, I mean, I love playing the game, obviously, but the social aspect too is huge mm-hmm. for me personally. Like I love doing yeah, socials and sure. hanging out with everybody. That's literally one of my favorite aspects of the game. Oh yeah, dude. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing but like, I saw anybody who's thinking about joining rugby, like go to practice. You're going to meet 20 yeah. to 30 of your new best friends. Um, whether it's a social where you're getting hammered or a social of just hanging out after practice for an extra hour. Yeah. Because yep. you don't want to go back to your girlfriend in life because <laughs> your best friends are just entertaining you so much. You know? Like, 
But then there's the classic social of after a match, you feed the other team. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of the typical rugby tradition. Yeah. Feed the team, mm-hmm. give them beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something, too, we've been trying is like not even like recruiting people who play, but just like recruiting people who just want to be hang around. Out, yeah. And we have a few guys like with the team who like are at every game. They don't play. They come to practice, but they might not do every drill. Yeah. They'll play a little bit. they'll touch, help out with stuff. Or they yeah. help out with stuff. And then, like, they're at every social. They're at every event. Mm-hmm. And then, like, then they bring in people who yeah. are like, this is a fun – like, is it a fun place to be on a Wednesday night and a Saturday? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is this more fun than, you know, slow pitch softball, dart league, pool league, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever people do. And it's like, yeah, this is, this is way more fun. Yeah, man. And I think getting those kids fresh out of college and being like, this is really cool. Not that like you want to hold on to being in college forever, but like this rugby feeling, like, do you enjoy rugby? Like mm. you can keep that and yeah. still be an adult and function. Um, we're doing it here, you know? So yeah. like, that's cool too. Again, why this like scrimmage is so important yeah. on multiple levels, you know? Yeah. And you guys have a big spring coming up too. Like, yeah. you know, using it to get ready for next fall and short and sweet but it, we have some good competition that's good. did you guys release a schedule for your spring season I, I it was released but i was looking on facebook earlier and i couldn't find it but i oh. swear i saw it at one point but is there like any like teams or anybody that you're playing like that you could like you know mention or is oh, yeah. it it's, yeah, we i put, didn't know so, if it's a secret or not uh, yet no, no secrets out here <laughs> yeah, but, phil's trying to dance around it like are you allowed to tell us you're like i don't know I mean, dude i'll yeah. tell you i don't care like, <laughs> uh, no but so we play well Iowa State this weekend. Yeah, of course. A friendly match, as they put it. Friendly. Friendly. But <laughs> uh and then a month from now, April first, our first match against Palmer. Oh so yeah. Nice. They beat us last year, but it was a really competitive game. Mm, nice. Um they're just a good team, dude. Yeah, they're yeah. All, they're all freak athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah. It's hard to play against a team of fifteen athletes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you can feel fifteen athletes, you're usually in good hands. Yeah, so. yeah. Right. Um, and if they know the game. Like yeah. That goes oh, yeah. that helps too. Yeah, it really helps. <laughs> but uh and then we play the Chicago Lions at home. Oh nice. Which will be cool. We played uh we played the Lions last year at Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that was a wake up call. They yeah. were really fucking good. Yeah. And it, if you look at the score, I forget, it was like thirty something to like seventeen or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um and it was because we just had a killer second half. Mm-hmm. We played so good the second half. Mm-hmm. Like, all of our nerves were gone. We had nothing to lose. We were just yeah. keeping the ball well. We had we had some help. John Colin entered the field. <laughs> um, he had a few pretty good runs. Yeah. Naturally. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it was a good time. Yeah. And then we play a Chicago Blaze at oh. Chicago. You guys have the Blues on the schedule? Because it seems like you no guys blues. have the Blues, like, every year. I don't know why the Blues aren't on the schedule this year. Huh. I really don't know. They're scared. Yeah, terrified. Mark, we beat them last spring, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. I remember. It was, it was uh, yeah, that was a game I'll never forget. Yeah, and the Blaze that'll be a good match because they were the D two Midwest. Were they the Midwest champs for D two? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Chicago had like almost dude, like, almost, like every, yeah. every. Well, I think there was a Chicago team in every division in the championship. Yes, not every Chicago team yes, won. That's what the it only was. one that didn't win was the D four side. Because that Lions? was that Dakota, North Dakota team. Oh, that's right. The yeah. ruffians. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the Lions win D1? Yes. Yeah. 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 For sevens. Yeah, for sevens. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who won. Oh, it was the Chicago Griffins, Griffins for 15s. 15s, yeah. yeah. But again, like, obviously that's Chicago funny. has, as we fact-checked last time, 6 billion people. <laughs> oh, 6 million. <laughs> like, it was like 8 million, but yeah. Yeah, you could fit 
two and three quarters of Iowa's population into Chicago alone. Yeah. So it's like makes it's sense that they have graphic. like fifteen rugby clubs and they all do very, very well. In the yeah. funds in the funds in the to support funds. a growing club. Yeah. And a oh. lot of great clubhouses. Like so are you guys going to the Blaze? <laughs> The Blaze, yes. The Blaze we are going to. They have a really good yeah, clubhouse, they too. They do. It's yeah. awesome. They have, like, a full bar in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, a bartender. So is that yes. uh, the Wisconsin one, too? That one's fucking awesome. <clears throat> yeah. That's a cool clubhouse. You know who else has a cool clubhouse? Des Moines. Des Moines, yeah. Des Moines does have a really nice clubhouse. It's one of the better ones in the Midwest. It really is. Yeah. It really is. When are you guys gonna have a God functioning bless. bar in that place? It's functioning. We just don't have. We just don't have. Yeah, let's say the liquor license. Working behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our, our liquor is free. <laughs> you just have to ask someone that knows right. that plays for the team. <laughs> that's funny. Well, and it's like there's that bar that's right next to you guys, and I feel like it always cycles who, what it's called. Like it was Soli's Valley, 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 Valley Pub now. Yeah. Well, there's Soli's. Soli's is not Soli's. What was it? Scotty's. 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 It was yeah, called Scotty's. Yeah. And, yeah, not Soli's. It was called Scotty's, yeah. and now it's Valley Pub. Okay. And I just think, I like. I never knew it as. Valley Pub, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure it was Scotty's before. It might before. have been Scotty's, yeah, because we would go over there once in a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was just funny, too, because it's just like, you have a bar right there, but you have a bar in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And I remember after some tournaments sometimes, it was like, hey, we're all going to Scotty's. And it was like, we have a whole bar right here. Say, like, what are we doing? The keg and everything. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? No. No, it's a good spot. And also, too, like, yeah, just the two fields, the bike mm-hmm. trail. Yeah. It's just... It's nice. I mean, a lot going on out there. Yeah. Is your dad still going to be doing some of the landscaping and stuff? Or yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's back, baby. That's pretty cool that he does that every year. Mm-hmm. Well, he loves it now that he's retired. Oh, dude. Yeah. Say <laughs> so now there's going to be a lot of detail. To that you know, pristine. No more, no more dry grass for a grade. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nah, it's, it's, still good. it's still going to be dry. You can you can <laughs> see like the scar like. Do you see where it's yeah. kind of patchy? Is that one like, you point Gray is showing us his calf scars right Dude, now. Do you see that calf muscle? <laughs> I do see that. <laughs> Wait, that, that wasn't when you got staffed that one time. I remember you got like a really like a really good one from. Oh no, no, six. yeah, no, this was oozing yeah. pus for like weeks. <laughs> I'll find the pictures, like. Yeah, dude, it was yeah. so like I remember just showering and like just layers of skin would just yeah, fall. That off. was during sevens too, right? Yeah, dude, my I have very sensitive skin. I don't know what it is about sevens, but I always get like stupid little injuries playing sevens. Oh yeah, it's never during fifteens. Like ah, fifteens collisions are more like I don't know how to explain. It. You can expect you, the contact. You yeah, can yeah. embrace it. It's more expectable, and you can like prepare. Yeah. It and yeah. You know. You can expect what kind of collision is coming your way. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Okay, enough about injuries. Let's get back to playing club rugby. So, Des Moines, you guys have some big stuff going on this spring. It's quality over quantity. Um, What are some of the goals you guys have in this upcoming year? I know we had uh, President Nate Tisdale and Husky, Jacob Huskins, he played some asshole stuff every once in a while, didn't he, before? We had usually played for Des Moines. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we had them on a while ago and we kind of talked about like where the club's been, where it's going. And it definitely seems like some of the goals that they talked about 
yeah. I don't know, nine months ago. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while because they were like one of the what one of the first guests we had actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of the goals that they hit on, um, you guys are hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just short of you know making playoffs, but six and two in D two after being there for two years, mm-hmm. you know you have all this momentum. So what's the vibe right now in Des Moines of like, what's next? I mean, I feel like cliche, obviously like, oh, win every game. But like, realistically, like, what is that like very next thing that you guys are looking to do on and off the field that would be like, hey, this is a movement in the right direction. This is how we measure success in Des Moines. Yeah, man. Overall, just growth, recruitment. Mm -hmm. That's a huge thing we've been talking about lately is um, recruiting for the fall. Um, But as far as like, measurable goals mm-hmm. um we're, we want to win a d2 national championship man that's like our real goal right and it seems far up because we didn't even make the playoffs last year but with the right recruiting and with the right like we have we have a full year until mm-hmm. until next next year's playoffs like mm-hmm. anything can happen and all it takes is 20 30 guys dialed in with the same goal yeah. putting in work together like it i really think it is possible and We'll see, but we got yeah. a bunch of guys that are motivated. We got, like I said, we have six. We had six new um, guys just from Iowa State graduated mm-hmm. in December. We're hoping for a few more in the fall, but yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah, well, and I think too, you know, the Midwest in club in club rugby normally has a really good showing. I, I feel mm-hmm. like teams that come from the Midwest they go far. So I mean, that's the thing. You guys are one team away i mean east side banshees they're they're a wagon like you know you know who they are you know what they're gonna bring but at the same time you guys know you can compete with them because you gave them the best match they had last year and again you're adding new pieces you have coaches who know you guys you got more continuity and then you know these coaches bring a game plan you guys buy in you bring in new recruits yeah there's no reason you can't step up and be like all right see east side we're we're taking over, yeah, you know? Man. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's something too, where it's like, I mean, if you make it out of the Midwest, you got to feel yeah. pretty good about your chances. And then I was just gonna say, if you make it out of the Midwest, like there's a really high probability you're going to get to the big show. Mm-hmm. It almost happens like every year. It seems whoever gets yeah. out, whoever comes out on top in the Midwest is going far. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, but that's kind of a short-term goal. A lot like long-term goal for the club as in like two, three years is to become a D one club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we want to add on to the clubhouse and we're, like I said, we're going to add a weight room. Yeah. They actually want to add on to make it larger. Mm-hmm. And mm. uh, what most of us want, including, especially the leaders, they, yeah. want, they want Des Moines to become a dominant D1 team. Like, like we used to be in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe even nineties. Yeah. Early nineties too. Early yeah. 90s, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I mean, high school football coach used to yeah. play for Des Moines. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause Des Moines was a D1 club for mm-hmm. a very long time. Yep. And mm-hmm. I mean, and I think too, I've heard you guys talk about it before. Like, you know, the fact that we are in the intersection of eighty thirty five, mm-hmm. Des Moines is known as the minor league sports capital of the world. Like, it seems like we have the perfect conditions here in Des Moines for rugby to thrive. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of niche things and minor league sports are thriving in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Why not rugby as well? We have a great high school league. We have a lot of. We have Iowa State, all the colleges. It's the, the, all the young people or not all, but a good number of young people move to Des Moines after Mm -hmm. college. I mean, everything's there 
to make it happen. But it's yeah. like, you know, like you said, you guys have the clubhouse, you have the coach, you have people buying in. It's just you got to keep that momentum yeah. going. Mm-hmm. You sound and like you sound like Coach Tim did. <laughs> he gave us this, <laughs> some of the last two practices we've had. It's we've done like an hour of playing and then like forty five minutes of just like in the clubhouse with the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mainly going over like structure, but also just a lot of like culture <clears throat> stuff. And he's like, he's like, you guys don't understand. I've played rugby since I was a young kid, and mm-hmm. what you guys have here, this clubhouse, this complex, these opportunities, like, there's not many like clubs like this in the country. Like, mm-hmm. this is a real. You guys have the opportunity to grow this club into something bigger, or mm-hmm. what it used to be in quotes. Yeah. Um, obviously, rugby was different then, but yeah, yeah very different. It's obviously growing, but yeah, man, it's all it takes is people. It takes current players to want to grow it. Like you can't yeah. just you can't just trust the old boys in the foundation to yeah. just give you money for things if they don't if they don't see the mm. team like trying to improve or yeah grow themselves you know? right or if they're especially like one big thing is we're we're this year we're trying to take better care of the clubhouse so, yeah so the old boys don't have to do it because there's been some like i don't know not complaints because most of the old boys love taking care of the place yeah but there's been some just nights where we just wreck the place you know mm-hmm. and we just show these old boys like oh we don't really give a fuck but Kind of like a respect thing of like, yeah. they built this place, you guys take care of it. Like, exactly. kind of like that kind of thing yeah, where it's take like... Take care of it and grow it. Yeah, right, it's right, like right. both sides. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they have, they have the funds. Some of them are richer than others. But, yeah. Um, but they, they, need to see, they need to see a team that's, that wants the growth yeah. in order to help fund for it. It's dues alone ain't going to fucking... Right, right, right. Ain't going to... It's kind of cool that, you know, that you guys have that backing, but then they're still trying to keep you guys somewhat accountable, you know, mm-hmm. and they have expectations for you guys, mm-hmm. you know, sure. it's really nice. And most of that communication isn't like direct. Like mm-hmm. most of the team doesn't really talk to the old boys much unless it's like a social or after the game. But mm-hmm. at like foundation meetings, that's where like a lot of that stuff is kind of discussed, mm-hmm. which gotcha. I'm not on the foundation. Right. But... And you only have like what, three, four guys on the yeah, current yeah. team that are on the foundation. Correct. So like. Then so through second hand they tell you guys like hey yeah. here's what they said who, like who yeah. is all on the foundation um, uh, Ray Ray or Tiz okay that um, makes sense yeah um, besides old boys there's a bunch of old boys on I it. Yeah. I just saw the Facebook post you guys no, just yeah. shared who was on it I honestly forget hmm. yeah no I think I mean it, it makes sense again like I said I just think Des Moines has really good potential and it's like you know rugby is a unique sport. It's a growing sport. It's a it's an easy sport for people to get into because mm-hmm. because the community aspect is so big. Uh, Location wise, it's in a great spot. Um, you know, we have all these suburbs, and that's why too. Like, I, I really do think like you know the fact that like there's Des Moines wombats, whatever. I, I really do think that Des Moines can serve both of these teams, mm-hmm. just because again, like oh, yeah. our goal is not to be D one. Our goal yeah. is to grow the game at a grassroots level, create youth opportunities. We want eventually someday 50% or more of our guys to be coaches. Like, like we want to play and have fun, but like our biggest goal is to grow exposure. And it's like, that's where like, if we're growing the exposure in the general community and we're helping with youth opportunities, you guys are trying to move it. Like you guys are more high performance. We're more of that like grassroots social side. I mean, there's a place for both. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's I something agree. too, like when we popped up was misunderstood. Mm-hmm. We never were trying to go head to head with you guys. Like, 
we're going to be the new team. In it was like, no, 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 no. Like our ethos yeah. was grow the game, grow the game at a youth level, make and it an enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. And then make the community and aspect yeah. very yeah. cool. And it's like, there, there's something where it's like, we can, we can work together here. And like, there's room for both, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Cause like, I don't know if you know this, like body, he sent me a message the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he reached out to me. He's like, Hey, I got this guy. He can't commit to the schedule at Des Moines one practice a week. Show. Like he would be better suited for your club. And it was one of those things where it was like, perfect. This is exactly what we I, were like. I feel like know. we're starting to like understand yeah. each other. of like, yeah, that's the point. Like if you, if you want to go to the highest level, you want to play, you know, and challenge yourself against the top competition. You want to practice three days a week, or like you want to have a workout plan. You want to be held accountable to that extent. Go to Des Moines. If you want like, Hey, I can only make it once a week. I want to play rugby, but I, I just, I have a family. I'm getting a master's degree. I'm doing like whatever people are doing, you know, we don't want those people to be excluded. So I think that's, I what's cool too, is like, it's all going to grow. And then also, Dude, these high school teams, Dude, we're getting so many getting, of them. Yeah, and they're getting ridiculous, too. The talent coming out of a lot of these mm -hmm. schools is just, wow. <laughs> yeah, like West 50, when will 15s be a, a high school sport? Now? I wonder, dude. Dude, that, honestly, like, like it's the, coming eventually. It's just. The only issue is the overlap of football, football and yeah. baseball. And, like, right now it, it feels more like the only way to do it is, like, <laughs> through select sides. Yeah. But, like, it's just the biggest question is when. It'd be cool to bring back something like a Des Moines Chaos and then, like, play teams like how Muscatine used to have a 15th team. Like, it'd be cool to have something like that again. There, I mean, there's been talks of, like, you take these, you know, these teams in central Iowa, these teams in, like, like teams like North Des Moines, West Des Moines, East Des Moines. Mm -hmm. You know, you put Ankeny in that, like, North, like – you have those, like each one of those three sectors makes a 15s team. Mm. You have the Cedar Valley, you have the Cedar Rapids, Iowa City. You, like you have all these pockets and they take their sevens team, <clears throat> they make 15s teams and then they play. But it's all about how do you get schedules to work? Who's going to yeah. pay for stuff? Who's going to coach? Because all of our coaches are like, they're coaches, they're players, they're refs. They, mm -hmm. they do everything. That's yep. the biggest thing. Have, have you looked at all about getting into coaching yet, or is that oh, still? Eventually, I will. You will. Yeah, I definitely. I definitely want to eventually. Just like you, man. I just want to grow the sport. Yeah. And like, I, right when you guys started as a club, mm -hmm. I was one hundred percent all in for it. Like, I mm -hmm. thought it was awesome. Like, it was never. I feel like sometimes people think that everyone at Des Moines hates everyone at the Wombats. That's mm -hmm. not true at all. Like, yeah, I, know, I hang out with a lot of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember <laughs> all the time? Do you remember we ran into each other at Beachwood last week? I do. Yes. Yeah. That was. <laughs> Like, I'm sitting there with Tom, and we're just chilling. Like, oh, you guys walk in. And then, like, um, Thomas, you guys' VP, he, yeah. he, like, bought us around a bush lights. And it was just one of those <laughs> things where it's like, yeah, this is fun. Like, yeah, it man. does. Like it's not what I feel like at the start. It was just kind of like a lot of misunderstanding, yeah. you know. And it's just like once you get back to that community aspect, like, no, we all got the same idea. Yep. Grow it. Have fun. Absolutely. Do you think you would coach, like, I was gonna ask in Des Moines or – Go back to Ankeny, or I mean, I don't know. I Hoover, like, I don't know. But regardless, back yeah. to like when I want to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to like finish playing. Like, uh, mm. I don't want to try and balance both right now. Like, right. I want to just keep. I feel like I right. still have a lot to learn, and like, I want to be. I want to be done playing when I start coaching, mm -hmm. or at least like weeding out of. Like, yeah, you know. And right now I'm like, like I'm in my, I'm in my 
prime, I feel like. Mm. Like I'm the best I've ever been right now. I yeah. And I want to continue peak. getting better. <laughs> so I don't want to start coaching yeah. it until I'm like, until I feel personally that I have yeah. the maximum uh, knowledge to, you know, pass yeah. on to the high school students. It so. does make a lot of sense. I was going to make that same joke too. Uh, uh, I haven't even begun to, begun peak, to peak. Yeah. Like, just wait. Oh, you haven't. Th- you have not 30, 34 is my year. Yeah. Um, I'm 33. No, I a joke about um, the 2031 yeah. Rugby World Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're coming. Like, 2031, that's my peak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, that, that's eight years, so I'll be 38. I'll be 41. Eight yeah. years from now. Let's go. Yeah, dude. 32, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, my yeah. god, I'm 33 now. Hey, there's 32 year olds. Hey man, I'm gonna be just like Randy, man. I'll be 46 and still running like oh. hard as fuck. <laughs> like Joe Randall, like I would love to play Damn. rugby with my son someday, but yeah. like uh Joe Randall is just an anomaly though. My god. Hold on, hold on, let me do the math. 16 years, 40, I'll be 48. That's about what Think Rand- I can make it to 48. That's what Randall's That's was when goal. Yeah. Then you can do it. I think we can do it. Yeah, I mean, fine. honestly, like anymore, like you see a lot of it. Like people just all time just... fly half. All time, fly. <laughs> yeah. no. Um, but like all kidding aside, though, I mean, I think that's like a big difference. Like, like you have this PR sevens thing. Like yeah. you have like you can... really high performance yeah. things where it's like I feel like I jumped into coaching where it's like eh, if I didn't play for the Wombats, I don't think it would hurt our team very much. Like I'm still gonna like admin stuff. Yeah, but like I can balance like coaching high school. Like I coached at you and I for like, mm. it was one of those things where it's like, I can, I can be there. Cause a lot of places too, it's like, we need bodies who, cause a lot of times too, when you step into coaching, these kids know nothing. So even having a basic sense of like, here's how you hold the ball. Here's mm-hmm. how you pass. Mm-hmm. Here's how you get tackled. Here's how you tackle. That's like very high level for them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but like you said, you're going to have these opportunities. Cause my ceiling, I think as a coach is very low because I didn't go out of state, you know, and play at camps or like, mm-hmm. like very high level, high performance, like play for Iowa select sides, you know, <laughs> no biggie, hey, bro, you, know <laughs> your, you know, your shit though, but you like, know, you know, a lot about rugby, don't say, but what I'm going to, but what I'm saying about you though, is like, you went down to Austin and you had professional coaches mm-hmm. like that you worked with you, you, you know, you've played, yeah. you know, under a couple of Eagles, you've mm-hmm. played for mm-hmm. people and like your knowledge is only going to get higher and higher. You know, like, it, yeah. and then you can bring that back to whatever yeah. club you work with. Sure. So I think that's something too, where it's like your ceiling is going to be so much higher as a coach because mm-hmm. you're going to like, oh, you're going to have this, a, you're going to have a lot to bring to yeah, coaching for like, sure. Hey, this worked here, this worked here, this worked here, and then you bring it all back to Iowa, and then our Iowa Select Side High School team wins a national title or something. All of our kids <laughs> yes, go D one, right? they all go pro. <laughs> and then we open up an MLR team in Des Moines. That'd be yep. fucking amazing, dude. That'd be, that'd be so cool. The Des Moines Grave Diggers. Grave Diggers. And then our logo is just the Grave Digger Monster Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys in? Let's buy an MLR franchise. Okay. You, you got eight million dollars. Eight million. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't know what it is. Is it a million? I don't know. Yes. I don't Do you know what it is? I don't know. Do you have any, like, if the opportunity arose, would you have any MLR, like, aspirations, you think? Uh, yes. Yeah? I really do. I really do would love to play mm. at that level, but I don't know. It's it's a sensitive topic, to say at least, because yeah. I'm almost 25. Like, they almost have no interest of people over, like, 26, 27. Yeah, I mean, like, you do but, see some guys, though, that are, like, in their 30s and stuff playing in the MLR, sure. but, I mean... I guess typically some of those guys would be international players mm-hmm. typically or, you know, would have like a form, mm-hmm. like a resume with the USA Eagles or something like that typically. 
But I mean, I just to be true to myself, I don't feel like I have the capabilities to perform at the level I want to at that at mm-hmm. the MLR, MLR level. But yeah, Pure Sevens, I think I could. Yeah, but the MLR, I just well, you some never, big dudes out there, dude. Yeah, there are there are some um, monsters, but I mean, like PR seven, so might you know open up that opportunity as mm-hmm. well. And you also, know? the pay, like that's the that's pay is huge. Thing, yeah. Like it's just, I know it's it's not all about money. Like mm. we play rugby not for money, just but be some compensation. I'm playing though, yeah. rugby right now not for money. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. My like guess the the motivation to yeah. move out of state is just. I was just gonna say my just the whole idea of you know because. Obviously, every MLR team is in a very large city. It's a lot more expensive to live in yep. a larger city. And then, you know, the amount that you're getting paid for a lot of, like, for MLR is not always, like, I mean, some of it might be fairly livable wages, but then some of it's, like, you might have to have another job if you're oh, doing it. You almost guaranteed you have to have another job. Yeah. If you're American, yeah. you definitely have a job. Yeah. I feel like the foreign guys are the only ones who are guaranteed, like, mm an okay salary. Yeah. I even saw too, uh, like in Wales. Mm. Did you see this story? I think John Cullen like might've retweeted it or replied to it. It popped up in my feed and it was like the, the Welsh is that Wales, Welsh. Mm-hmm. They, the, those guys, they literally on Thursday had guys who were making like 200,000 euros or whatever. Uh, maybe it was dollar, whatever big amount. Um, on Thursday, they called them in and like, hey, our union's going through some stuff. Uh, we want you on the national team. But just so you know, we're doing budget cuts. You'll make like 50000 So to go from two hundred to fifty, yeah, And then budget. they played <laughs> – no, get this. Then they played a Six Nations game three days later on Saturday uh, or two days later. And they just got told they were getting 75% of their salary yeah, cut. Yeah, that's, that's got to kill your motivation a little bit. And they're already at the bottom of the table for the Six Nations. Yeah. How do you grow a national team? And I know, like, with USA Rugby, we, we've talked about this a bunch on here. USA Rugby yeah. sucks in a sense yeah. that they don't know how to spend money. Well, isn't it, they're too, like, like, with, like, the World Cup? I don't know how those guys, they don't really get, like, paid, though, to play in the World Cup. I thought it was more of, like, it's an honor that you get an opportunity to play in the World Cup. I really feel sure. like I've heard about that before. That you don't really make like any money, like when you're playing for your nation, like they'll like cover some expenses, but like you're not making. I thought like, you got salary. stipends. I thought yeah, you, got, you might like... get like a stipend of some sort, but like you're not making like you know hundreds of thousands of dollars or something like that to play in the World Cup. It's usually like yeah, like some form of stipend, but you don't get like yeah. you don't make bank playing in the World Cup. It's it's considered I, an honor to play for your country. And I think for Olympians, yeah. like I'm thinking of Olympics, not just rugby, but all mm-hmm. sports. Yeah, um, the way they make their money, like they get a certain dollar amount. Yeah. But it's so low it doesn't matter. It's the endorsement mm. deals. Yeah, the, yeah, That's how they make show. their money. And yeah, it's just like USA rugby players aren't getting a whole lot of endorsements. No. Right? Yeah. Like, like even bigger. with Olympics, yeah, even with Olympic sevens, like maybe like Nate Ebner might have gotten like a little bit of something because he was a pretty popular player from seven. He was just getting paid from the New England Patriots. That too, like, yeah. He had an NFL contract. <laughs> track, yeah. <laughs> no, like that's what I was trying to think of. I don't know any yeah. rugby players who have an endorsement. And that's how I think Olympians, yeah. I mean, for sevens, I mean, yeah. Well, you never know, though, like, after, depending on, I guess, how that whole Netflix, did you hear about that Netflix, like, documentary thing they're going to do about the Six Nations? No. So it's kind of like, uh, what's the uh, F1, F1 racing? Yeah. yeah. They're going to do a similar, like, style with that, but it's, like, with Six Nations rugby. That's awesome. And man. really, hopefully, it, like, 
blows up just like F1 did mm -hmm. and it becomes way more popular and maybe some of those guys will get, yeah, some form of endorsements or whatever, you know? Yeah. If I was on that, I would definitely just try to get in front of the camera to be like, endorse me. Yeah. Or at least anything. like, you mm -hmm. know, or at least if you have like a really cool personality and people just, you know, kind of gravitate towards you, you know, like, yeah, you never know rugby, what happens. Rugby needs a Conor McGregor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I think too, rugby I think, does have good personality. Like, there's do, a lot of good do. personalities there's, out there. Yeah, they just don't have the fan base. Like, That's uh, what I was going to say. Like, we have the people. The people yeah. are in the sport. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, if there was a Netflix documentary series about Des Moines rugby, who would be the breakout star? How would that go? Like, if there was a camera crew that Ooh. followed you guys for 365 days, thinking of all the car trips, all the, like, in, in the locker room, mm -hmm. the late nights out yes. in the East Village – who who's I, breaking I, out? I think I, I think I have an answer for that. Second one. question. For Second question. Who's getting canceled? No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Magnets is getting canceled <laughs> for reasons that don't need to. Because he's getting nickname. canceled for what you said thirty minutes ago. <laughs> um, oh shit, man. Who's Dude. breaking out? Who Dude. who would be the person to get the endorsement? They're like, we need to see more of this guy. Fucking Randall's. Randall's got to be Randall's. Randall's up there. Oh man, that's tough. Mm, going through the roster in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Randall's. Uh... Oh fuck, man. I really put Groot. you on the spot here. Groot, you guys know Groot. Groot, I am Groot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him, just because of just his personality. Wait, what's his real name? Yeah, say who uh, is Jesse Groot? Kelly or not Jesse Kelly? It's Jesse. Uh... Oh my! God, I don't even know his last name. I've known. I was introduced to him. Is it Cortez? Oh, Jesse Cortez. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do I know? <laughs> hey, I met this guy last year. Right? Hey, he's gonna be a breakout star. What's his name? I don't know. It's Groot. Okay. I, I, met, I, him, I met him. I met him at a golf at the Des Moines golf outing for the first yeah. time, and they, he introduced himself as Groot. Dude, and I didn't. I didn't know his name was Jesse until like months later. Dude, that happens. I mean, I've had some friends where it's like sometimes I forget what the real name is because you just know them by their nickname. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, and it sounds like, too, I mean, I swear every single guy that you know has a nickname. Like, oh, that's yeah, what I love about rugby, too, is, like, oh, yeah. everybody, it's like, they got a name. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just, like, Zach Randall's, like, I don't ever call him Zach, it's just Randall's, mm -hmm. you know? Call him, uh, Tim Moppin calls him Randall. Fucking Monsters, Inc. Yeah. And then you have Speed Bump. Speed Bump. Trying to think yeah, of other nicknames you guys got. That's amazing. JK is a good one. Just John Kelly. JK. Do you have a nickname? It's just Sunday. Um, it's just Sunday. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have a ton of nicknames from like like friendships in the past and right. college oh, and yeah, shit. Yeah. But no like rugby nickname, which is interesting. It's no rugby nickname. Dumbass. I guess <laughs> I just call me dumbass. I was gonna say, is that from your dad? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a challenge. If anyone's still listen listening at this point, we need a like a real rugby nickname for you, not just yeah. like your last name. Like. Mm. Oh, uh I got I had the nickname White Rice for a while because uh, we were playing. We were, it was a sevens tournament this year. It was a sevens qualifier tournament in, yeah. like, in Madison, and so they had like. Have you ever been to the Madison complex? Before? Oh yeah, yep. Super sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, awesome. had, they had like announcers for it and everything, so yeah. it was all streamed with um, announcers. Yeah, going over the game, but uh, I, I had this pass thrown me that was like really high, mm. and I jumped up and just one hand snagged it, <laughs> and and the guy goes. Uh, Looked like Jerry Rice out there. And then the rest of the game, the announcer just called me White Rice. The whole time. Really? Oh, my yeah. God. They kept calling me White Rice. <laughs> so that stuck. That stuck for a few months. I was White Rice. But okay. Well, that's... I know when we release this episode, 
uh, I'm going to put like, hey, thanks for coming on, uh, <laughs> Jacob, comma, white rice. <laughs> I was thinking more like. It's coming back. I was going to, like, if I was going to do the introduction for him, I was going to be like Jacob the Prodigy Sunday, but, you know, Des Moines Prodigy. I like white rice. Yeah, I'm no prodigy. I like how you just shut Phil down. Like Phil's like, I think this is pretty good. You're like, yeah, no, get out of here. Yeah, whatever, it's fine. It's stupid. No, because then people are gonna think that I requested that. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Oh god, that's funny. Shit. No. Well, hey man, I appreciate you for coming on and hanging out with us for. An hour and a half, and yes, I know I, I told you an hour, but you know it never—it's never an hour. This is like bonus. It's a bonus mm-hmm. time, yeah. Yeah, and then all the time in between when we take little yeah, breaks. I know. I don't even know what time it is right now. I mean, looked at my phone. <laughs> it's getting up there. Time is it? Nine thirty. Thirty-ish. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. That's we've had a few before where we've been here till. Well, it's, well I live uh, here. Well, yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> dailies, we were here till like almost two in the morning that one time. Same with Kelsey's. Uh, Chuck, you took home and he had Dude, to spend I, the night with you. Yeah, Chuck <laughs> stayed at my house. Like when, when we uh, interviewed uh, Chuck, which was awesome. And then we had we kept drinking at my house. Dakota Southworth. Oh, okay. He played yeah. at Iowa. He was yeah, he, he's Cedar a, Falls, then yeah, Iowa he's Central. Yeah, he's, yep. a, he's a great player. He's a he's a good little player. Got a little player, <laughs> yeah, but that was fun. But no, for real, man, I appreciate you for coming on, yeah. and I know we've been trying to do this for a while, and it, it's just it's cool too because, like, again, really proud of you to make that draft pool for the PR sevens. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I still don't understand how they operate, <laughs> but like wherever or whatever happens, like rooting for you because of course I like, and I and I truly mean this. I'm not just saying this because you're sitting in front of me, but like. You are one of, if not like the most like talented players that I have like played with. Like, yeah. like again, I, I mean that like when I say like watching some of the stuff you've done in sevens, just almost like effortlessly, like just dummy <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of someone. Yeah. And like it's it's fun to watch you play sevens. It's fun to watch you play rugby. And like, no, I, I'm wherever you go, if it's like high performance or if Des Moines is bumping up to D1, whatever you do, like super happy for you and proud of you, man. And like you represent Iowa rugby very, very well. And so, yeah, no, I always I, in your corner. Yeah. Sir. And I appreciate you for coming on and just kind of sharing what's happening, man. Yep. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, let's keep growing the game, keep talking shit with each other. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, beers after games. What do you say? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. And then. You should come on again in the summer after. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be back, baby. I'll be so, back. And here's the thing, too. I got, two, yeah. I got a portable mic that can ah, plug into my phone. Yeah. So maybe after, if you're at Toys for Tots or, or Capital Cities, City. if you're not like. If you're not too good to come to that. Yeah. You know, maybe know. we'll do one We'll do one on location. Yeah. Maybe we'll just bring the microphone with us. Who yeah. cares? That'd be interesting. What if you guys did like kind of like a vlog type thing where you're like. We, but it's like, kind of like what we're planning on okay. for like the spring summer deal. Yeah, it'd be like a little bunch of littles. Yeah, yeah, that's what this mic's mm-hmm. for. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I don't. Cool. Like, yeah. no, I don't yeah. We've kind of talked about it already on the show. Oh, dude, so. That'd be so cool. You could just walk up to yeah. you find Hermie. Hermie, what brought you here today? <laughs> no, oh, I don't know. I just heard about this tournament. <laughs> that's why we got this new mic because yeah. when we go to Nashville and we go to Chicago, the mm-hmm. whole point is like. We're just gonna go up to random people. We're like, yeah. talk to us for ten minutes. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Definitely gonna try to find some people like we don't know. So yeah. you know, 
That's awesome. But knowing us, we'll just talk to our friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it'll be too hard for us to go chat it out with some people, especially if it's oh, like no. post matches yeah. and have a few beers. Be like, hey, After a few talk beers, to I'll Mike. talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. No. <laughs> no, definitely. And no, it'll be fun to do things on location. If uh, only we had a producer who could film for us. We'll figure it out. I'm kidding. I'm going to cut that out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be great. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, happy Thursday. Yeah. How you feeling? Good, you? Good, you. Wonderful. No. no. Oh. <laughs> what? Did you Don't ever listen to the end of the show? <laughs> okay, watch it. Watch watch this real quick, okay? How you feeling? Good, you? 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 Fresh legs, fresh legs, fresh legs. Like when you get your first ticket for illegal parking.